You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. It is a beautiful day. It is a day full of news, and Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, how goes it? <laughs> my, my mind is being blown, Dan. This is, this is, we are in a whole different world right now. That is an absolutely fair statement. We are supposed to be experts on this show. And man, have things gotten absolutely blank and crazy. Quinn Ewers, the most heralded quarterback ever to commit to Ohio State. The highest rated recruit Ohio State has earned a commitment from since 2000 is coming early. He's given up his senior year of high school at South Lake Carroll in Texas and is en route to Ohio State. He has one class to take, and he'll be on campus shortly. What do you make of this decision? I mean, we could have a three-hour podcast here going over speculation and hypotheticals that will come out of this, but your initial vibe as Ohio State now has four marquee quarterbacks in the room. Well, first, the, the one thing that hit my mind when this started before it was the decision was finally made. This is something I've said repeatedly over the years on, on the board. The, the best time of my life was the spring of my senior year. I wouldn't give that up for anything. And this kid giving it up, it shows just how serious he is about uh, uh, his career and what he wants to do. Uh, it's obvious that, that some, something that has come in now that we've learned about it is, um, that uh, Texas has a rule that high school kids can't make money and uh, and high school athletes can't make money. And this is absolutely ridiculous. We've got teenagers all over the world for the last 25, 30 years making uh, money in, uh, in, in, in sports still in high school. I think Jennifer Capriati was like 14 when she started making money. How old were the, were the Williams sisters? When they started making big money, soccer players all over the world signed contracts at 17. It, this, these, we need to join the 21st century here. It, this is ridiculous. So, uh, and now Texas has got to address that because they're going to see senior years. Kids are going to say, look, I got, I got, I got to go. I got to go make money. And, and they're going to be leaving their teams. That's what's happening right now. So that part of it is just ridiculous. He's coming in here for that. And here's the thing that, that I think has, has really pushed it. He's going to be getting trained by the best head coach, quarterback coach combination in college football. I know Lincoln Riley's out there, but, but uh, I'm telling you, these two guys are going to be the launching pad. This this is going to turn Ohio State into the, into quarterback. You, 
Now you've got to remember, I was I was watching football under Woody Hayes, who said that there were uh, three things that can happen on a pass, and two of them were bad. So three yards in a cloud of dust is something I grew up with, and to now see Ohio State as absolutely quarterback, you, it's and it's and it's getting ready to happen. You've already got uh, you know with Haskins going, and everybody's going to remember that Joe Burrow was was a Buckeye. He learned under these guys. That is part of it. He's going to be so better prepared because he's, you know, giving it up and, and coming in and learning a college system. Now, as far as what's going to come of this, uh, you know, everyone's saying he's going to challenge for the starting job. No, he's not. He's not going to take the starting job. It's just not going to happen. C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller have been here. It'll be two years of them getting coached up. They've actually stepped on a field. You know, they haven't thrown a pass and all that, but they've stepped on a college football field and they've uh, adjusted to the game. When you talk to players who, who come in early and, and uh, get playing time early, they will tell you adjusting to the speed of the college game is the, the thing that really makes them – that's what held them back. It's just so much different. These uh, uh, Ewers has not been chased around the field by uh, Tyreek Smith in practice. He's not going to come in and take the job away from from uh, definitely from Stroud. And uh, I doubt in uh, McCord or or Miller, which is not going to happen. But he's getting prepared for when he can. And this is this is big. This this is big for him and for us. That we're getting this kid this early and he's got a chance to learn, you know, it's almost like a red shirt. You don't, don't even talk about red shirting much anymore, but there's just no way that he's going to take the starting job. So what's he do? He sits back, he learns a system, he adjusts the college game. He gets coached up by the, the best in the business. It's, it's going to have a positive effect down the road. Now there's a negative effect. I believe that he could step in and take the number two job. I believe it's possible. I don't think he's going to, but it's possible. And that really has an impact on the quarterback room. I think we've all accepted that we're going to lose one of these guys. We're going to lose uh, Miller or McCord. And most reports coming out uh, have said that McCord is, has definitely uh, solidified himself as the number two guy. So we've, we've been expecting one of them to go, and it was likely going to be Miller. Well, now we got a phenom coming in. What's he going to do to the depth chart? Well, one guy, we were going to think one is going to leave anyway. What if he comes in, he takes that number two job, and both of them leave? That's not comfortable at all. That That is no – you don't want to go into a season with less than three quarterbacks. So, uh, you know, that's the one thing that is going to be, how is Ryan Day going to handle the reps? How's he going to, how's he going to uh, uh, dish them out? Because he's, he's got to give at least one of the backups, at least one of them, uh, a, a, num- uh, a number of reps that will keep, keep him around. Got to have it. Because, you know, Stroud, there's a lot of talk, Dan, that Stroud, he's just looking like a guy that's, a clone of fields. So he could be leaving early. 
mean, this is right now, it's the greatest of plenty, as my grandmother used to say, but this could go just fall apart completely. That's the one real negative, very serious negative about Avers coming in this early. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this fall. We're going to lose somebody after the season, just somebody. Let's hope it's only one. We have entered, as you said, uncharted waters here in terms of having that many guys in the same class in one quarterback room. What will happen dominoes-wise now? Nobody knows. Here's a hypothetical. What if Ewers comes in and decides he can't beat out any of these guys and he transfers? I guess I would join in the group that thinks Jack Miller is going to transfer, but who knows? I mean, football is a war of attrition, too. We could have guys go down in back-to-back practices. Here's my question. So, so let's say you were you were his red shirts this year. He comes back next year and Stroud's going into a second year. Does Quinn Ewers really expect to be on the bench for two football seasons in a row? I don't think so. This is an embarrassment of riches. But like you said, I guess there are some scenarios where it could go wrong. I don't want to put a negative spin on this. Attracting four quarterbacks of that ilk is incredible and deserves some kudos. But here's another thing we discussed, Dwayne. So now you need a class of 2022 quarterback. The top 33 quarterbacks, according to the 24-7 rankings, are verbally committed. That doesn't mean they can't flip one of them. But, for example, Drew Aller from Euclid, the best in-state quarterback, is committed to Penn State. I don't think he's going to come here to get in line. Very, very interesting. And to make it even more interesting, the quarterbacks, those on campus, and the quarterbacks coach, Corey Dennis, will meet with the media today at 3 p.m., That is planned in advance, and maybe they wish they could change that now, but they won't. 3 p.m., and our guys will be there with bells on. So we are along for the ride just like you. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about a Floridian who won't be coming. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. All right, Dwayne, we are back. This was largely predictable. Jaheim Singletary, an excellent cornerback out of Jacksonville, Florida, reopened his recruitment. We kind of expected this. What does it mean to the class, and where do they go now? Well, um, it, it, it hurts. That, that kid's he's big time. Big time player. Uh, for a few years, we did not get the elite guys that we had been getting like uh the class with uh uh just a few years ago with sean wade and those guys uh, and okuda that that class is incredible and we have not recruited at that level since and it's shown on the football field well this last class with um hancock and and jacalen johnson we got back to recruiting elite guys and here we were following it up this year with elite guys and we've lost one of them we got to go back and get another cornerback. I, t- I got to say this, this thing with these South Florida kids committing early, then decommitting, it, it's, it's gotten ridiculous. And it's, uh, it's not just, uh, they're doing it everywhere. It's not just us getting hurt by that. I mean, I, I don't understand why that specific area, those kids do that. 
Maybe they just get enamored really quick. Uh, I don't know. It just seems to keep happening. Uh, it's, it's very disappointing. Now we got to get back on the horse and go out and get us another elite cornerback prospect. Maybe we got to flip somebody. We'll, we'll see what's going to happen here. But that is a that is definitely a loss. Let's not just say ah, no, no big deal. It is. I, I, that's a, a a kid that can hit the ground running uh, first year. So he was really highly ranked to start out, and I guess they dropped him a little bit because we haven't been able to get him clocked on the forty officially. He can play though. He's long, aggressive kid, and he's tough. He'll do fine somewhere else. My hope is this may open up another spot at safety. You got the Zion Branch, Xavier Nwangpa crew. We hope to add in. So we know this. They will add in another great player. And as much as we talk about the quarterback room as well, just know this, people. There's a line out front the whack. People are waiting to get in. So the talent may change, but it won't drop off. Much like our guests here on the BM5. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.